0: Episode 25, packing it up. uh Dorse, the horse, Levens, number 25. uh It's amazing. We've made it 25 episodes already. uh Kevin Hurd, Marcus Wiegert, as always. Marcus, how are we doing after the glorified preseason game? Did the Packers even play today? They played today, right? uh
1: I'm a lot better after you said Dorsey Levens. I was otherwise going to go Will Redmond,
0: but uh I like Dorsey. Ryan Levins. Grant? Ryan Grant? Ooh, he was up there too. Ryan yeah, Grant. Good, good one. Right there. Yeah. Sneaky pick for all you Packer historians, but yeah, the Packers did play this week, right?
1: They did. An unfortunate seven point loss in the dome over in Detroit. Uh, very enjoyable game to watch from my standpoint, though. A lot of different uh, guys in there mixing it up. Um, wasn't as lucky as you where you could go away for a little bit and not have to worry about that stress of watching and hinging on every single play, but playoff time, bebe.
0: Yeah. Playoff time. It's exciting, but we are required to talk about this game so uh starters obviously played one half you know we brought some guys back from injury so that was good to see I'm sure our fun category is going to be interesting but uh you know who's your star of the game Patrick Taylor ran the ball
1: really hard 11 carries 53 yards 4.8 average and a tutty uh, his first one of his career had a lot of injuries at Memphis or at least later in his career hasn't played a whole lot obviously got an opportunity with Kylan Hill going down and He ran extremely hard against, obviously, Detroit had their first team out there both ways, because why not when you don't have anything to play for and you only have two wins time on the year. So um, he looked really good, was really impressed by him. Did you uh, get a chance to pick a star?
0: I did. Yeah, I'm going to pick Alan Lazard just because I have, you know, kind of ragged on backup receivers, you know, in previous weeks about, hey, we're going to need another guy and you know, we we went to bat for MVS on Twitter today because people seem to forget that he was kind of the leading stat guy last year in the playoffs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's not just the Devontae show, you know, in the playoffs, these guys are going to have to show up. And Alan Lazard has been on a tear the past couple of weeks. So it was good to get him, you know, multiple touchdowns. I think it's, it's his first multiple touchdown game of his career or he's had two this year, but it's the only time he's had multiple touchdowns. We got to get our stat crew on this. Uh, but good for him to have two touchdowns. And then just honorable mention, like Devontae, what what can you say about the guy? I mean, it's surprising, know, he doesn't have the single season, you know, receiving yards record, but he got it today. So, you know, shout out to him for just adding, you know, another thing to his legacy in Green Bay. But uh, moving on to good, who is your good?
1: Going back to your point, how soon these people forget about MVS against Tampa Bay, you know, it's, it's fantasy football for a lot of people out here, Kev. So we try to educate him, but you can't help the unwilling. My good uh, was Tipa Gale. Uh, he played really well, I thought. had a really nice breakup on special teams. They ran the fake punt. You know, Shout out to special teams, plus one, uh, minus one. Mason Crosby, we'll get to that a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I would say him. Uh, other than that, I would say seeing Bakhtiari on the field again was a positive and Josh Myers back in the fold.
0: Yeah, I'm going along with that theme. My good was just the competition on the old line. I really hope they treated it as a competition because as we've mentioned in previous pods, you know, the timing is rough for getting all these injured guys back and you don't just want to throw them, you know, in the playoffs against a team that's obviously trying to beat you and it's desperation time. It's the playoffs, but you know, Greg Olson was on the broadcast today and, and you know, just a shout out to him. He's slowly becoming one of the better people out there. If not, I mean, he's near the top of the list. Greg Olson does an incredible job uh, color commentating on these games, but, you know, he was talking about how, you know, they wanted to get Bakhtiari reps because you just can't simulate live game reps unless you do it. And so just from an offensive line standpoint, I hope they kind of treated it as a competition. You know, they have all these guys that have played a lot of snaps, you know, bringing Bakhtiari back in the fold. You know, Yash Nijman got in there, but, you know, they didn't start Royce Newman and they started Lucas Patrick at right guard. Um, you know, bringing J- Josh Myers once he was out then they went Patrick at center. Like, I hope they, you know, get a long look at everybody and the offensive line was playing well. Uh, Dennis Kelly started at right tackle. Honestly, I thought there'd be a scenario where they'd put Nijman at right tackle just to see how he is because maybe he's your best lineman. I don't know. I feel like the Packers are in a place where they can just put their five best linemen out there, rearrange some positions, and then just go from there. So it was good to just see guys going in and out, playing different positions, and we'll see what you know combination they come up with for the playoffs.
1: Look at you just attacking Adam Senevich there like he hasn't done a good job all
0: year. Hey, I'm I'm – I'm. it's a good problem to have. We got so many guys. Like, I I hope that, you know, it was kind of a competition and guys stepped up their game and they're going to go with the guys that are going to produce in the playoffs. I'm excited to that. Okay. Your bad? Uh, My bad was just watching the defense play without DeAndre Campbell. I don't think that we can really put into perspective what he means to this defense. You know, the Lions obviously did a whole bunch of trick plays, which I'll talk about in a second, and that can throw you for a loop and then a team gets momentum. But, you know, this is the same Lions team that the Packers had a tremendous amount of success against. And, you know, the one thing that was kind of missing today was DeAndre Campbell. Like, he's the communicator in that defense. You know, he can make a lot of plays covering guys, you know, in run coverage. He's just been so solid throughout the year. And and to I believe they started Isaiah McDuffie uh, in the middle Um, you know, rookie Boston college, um, you know, and and their defense just looked different. So I I think, you know, the impact that DeAndre Campbell's made, you know, cannot be, you know, understated, but they just looked a little different out there uh, when he wasn't playing.
1: Yeah. I don't need to talk much more on that. Defense looked like absolute dog shit. Um, Other bad part was MVS getting hurt. Don't know what that means. Again, we just talked about that a little bit ago. People don't understand how serious that could be—the Chan and Sullivan thing. I don't know. I think they can overcome if he's out for a while for some reason, Um, but you know, MVS being out, not good. Um,
0: Well, they can overcome the Chan and Sullivan thing because they have Kevin King. I mean, uh all the people are going to be clamoring for Kevin King to be there when Chan and Sullivan's out.
1: We might we might have just got cut from the internet for that comment.
0: Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, if people listen to this pod and follow us on Twitter, you know, uh, we know. We know how the Packers' D has changed when he's out there. We
1: support number 20.
0: We'll just stick that out there. Um, All right, Uh, my fun, I kind of already mentioned it, and I know this is a Packers pod, but kind of just fun to see the let the Lions let play calls and just rip and go. I mean, they're running fake punts. I mean, they're doing double reverse flea flickers to stuff. I mean, it was truly a game that didn't really mean much, but – you know, I don't want to go off too much on the Lions here. It was kind of set on the broadcast today, but you're looking at all the teams in the NFC North and where the Vikings are at with, you know, Kirk Cousins being owed a bunch of money and their head coach and how they feel about, you know, Mike Zimmer. And then you look at the Bears where quarterback shaky. Do they want their coach? I mean, the Lions are really in the best position to be most improved. You know, got draft picks. I feel like those guys enjoy playing for their coach, who they think highly of. I mean, it's kind of fun to just see them, you know, let things rip and plays you don't normally see in an NFL game. So it, it was kind of fun. I
1: agree. Uh, it was just fun to see kind of the backups play as we talked about a little bit earlier. thought Jordan Love looked okay. Um, I don't think he was as bad as people want to make him out. Was there things he could have done better? A few throws, uh, especially uh, gauging the pressure a little bit more. Absolutely. But also had some drops that didn't help him out. I just think that narrative on Twitter specifically is very interesting when a ball goes off of receiver's hands, when it's love, it's love struggling, needs to make a better throw when Rogers does it. It's a receiver needs to make the catch. So the world we live in. Um, but I thought that was kind of fun. It's always fun to kind of see some different names in there guys get different opportunities when, even though it was a meaningless game, it was still meaningful for those guys.
0: Yeah. I thought they did a great job of talking about that on the broadcast. Uh, you know, Greg Olson made a lot of comments of that just relating to his NFL experience. And yeah, these games, you know, are meaningless to the fans, right? Maybe playoff seating, but you know, there's guys out there fighting for contracts. You know, the lions have two wins on the year, you know, fighting for the number one pick, but those guys are playing for their jobs and same thing, you know, with the Packers, like the Packers are in a dire cap situation, which I'm sure will have maybe a couple pods this off season talking about, but you know, there's guys out there that are fighting for their career. So it's never really a meaningless game uh, by any means. So yeah, I agree. It was fun to watch different guys contribute.
1: I think we're going to need to get together, get a few beers to really break down all the numbers when that comes out. Um, maybe start drinking around like 10 PM and see if we can figure it out by 1 AM. Um, the one you, the- you,
0: you said 10 AM wrong. <laughs> good point. Good point. You said 10 a.m. wrong. It was never great.
1: Um, never great in school. Um, yeah. one one little shout out to Amari Rogers, too, had a 23-yard punt return today. So yeah, it did take him till week 18 to get a big positive play. But that was good to see as everybody else killed him for everything else he did today. So
0: Right. And unfortunately, that was kind of my ugly, you know. I wasn't going to read too much into the Jordan Love performance. You know, he's a guy who's still learning. He hasn't played a whole lot of football. Like, you know, we got to give him a chance. But I will say, you know, just from the standpoint of maybe making themselves not look great uh, for this situation. But I thought the backup receivers, like, you just worry about those guys. Like, Juwan Rinfrey had a fumble. Uh, You know, Amari Rogers is unfortunately probably going to get blamed for that drop pass. Um, But I didn't think their outings were that great. So it was hard to pick something ugly when, you know, you're in a game where backups are playing and, you know, trick plays are being called and you're doing all this stuff. I mean, but I didn't think that some of those – backup receivers that we've heard a lot of good things about. And we support, you know, Juwan Rymfrey's been on the practice squad, like did a lot of great things in the preseason. And Amari Rogers is a rookie and he's still learning, but I don't know if they helped themselves in terms of the public eye today. What about your ugly? Packer beat writers, just the headlines, man.
1: It's uh, too much to take. Can't handle the, uh, the negativity. If you're, not in the, if you're not in the group, you know, the – the star receivers, star quarterback, star players that they want to talk everything so positively about because they don't want to get canceled. But poo-poo on all these backups, guys that are trying to prove themselves, get an opportunity, and whether it's Amari Rogers, Jordan Love, uh, Kevin King, Winfrey, whoever it is, it's, oh, Winfrey fumbles again, just like you did against Arizona. Like, yep, thank you. We, we realize that that's happened, you know, like, I don't know some of these guys I get part of their job is to cover the team but it's also interesting some of the angles they take
0: and there is a difference between what I said and what those guys said now they might 100%, be 100% but
1: that but, but but you're playing it from a point of like hey here's an opportunity here's what's going on Correct. however you know like you're playing both sides of it where a lot of these guys they don't like you know to me it's like again how many people write you run into a situation where maybe you have a practice and you can't watch the game. So you come back, well, what do you want to see if you can't grab the highlights instantly? You want to do a write-up or read a write-up, see what was going on, and all of a sudden you feel like, you know, Valley Sports today, Jordan Love, two turnovers, two interceptions costing the last few minutes. It's like, to me, it's like, all right, he just threw terrible balls on both, which, yeah, one gets tipped in line a bit and Amari drops it. But, like, I don't know that that one's all completely on love, but, again, the way you read it. It's like, oh, like, you know, so it's interesting.
0: Interesting. Well, also interesting is going to be the playoffs here. We're adding one team. Uh, I just thought, you know, since we have a bye week next week, you know, we can talk a little bit more playoffs then, maybe get some live reactions during some of those late games. But uh, just wanted to run through the NFC seeds here. Uh, We could probably talk NFC-AFC more next week, but obviously – You know, the playoffs on the NFC side run through Lambeau. So I'm just going to break you down the seeds now. We're recording this at about 9.15 Sunday night. So all the games are kind of wrapped up. Obviously, the Packers are the one seed. Tampa Bay Bucks are the two seed. Dallas Cowboys settled in the three seed. Uh, L.A. Rams in the four. Arizona Cardinals in the five. Niners in the six. You got three NFC West teams there. And then your final team in the seventh spot uh, is the Philadelphia Eagles. So uh, your matchups are the Eagles are at the Buccaneers uh, the 49ers are at Dallas and the Cardinals travel to the LA Rams for an NFC West matchup. So I just thought we could, you know, go through your most intriguing and maybe an upset pick. Who's your most intriguing matchup out of those games?
1: Well, I think, you know, the national media, Fox, everything like that is going to pick that Cowboys Niners game Uh, Based on how the Niners are playing, Jimmy Garoppolo played unbelievable today. Um, Dallas, you know, with Mr. Challenge, Mike McCarthy himself, um, you don't know what's going to happen there. So I would say that's probably the most intriguing one. I would say my upset pick would be that Arizona over uh, the Rams game, just because Arizona has been up and down. But so the Rams, you just really don't know what's going to happen there. Um, Kingsbury and McVay are really, really close. Um, Those guys are good friends and they've had a lot of close battles over the last few years since, uh, you know, McVay's been a head coach and Kingsbury's been in the league. And so I could see that one going Arizona's way. Um, Again, it's going to come down to, I think, a lot of things, the playoffs are just who's healthy, who's going to be able to play, uh, matchups, COVID, um, everything else. So what about you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I totally see, you know, you you get into a third matchup with an opponent, like, You know, you're so familiar with each other, it's probably going to come down to one or two plays. And it's hard to know which of those two teams is the most explosive. I mean, that's definitely the most intriguing game. Uh, You know, Cardinals, Rams, a lot of explosive offense. And, you know, like I said, it could just come down to one or two plays that make the game. Uh, For me, though, I am going to take the national pundit route and take the uh, Niners-Dallas. I think the Niners are in a pretty good spot. Uh, I think Dallas's defense is a little bit overhyped. I think Dan Quinn has done a good job. I think it's overhyped because they were so bad last year uh, and they get a lot of takeaways. And when you get into the playoffs and you're facing good teams that take care of the ball, I think that can put you in a troublesome spot. The Niners have a very good uh, running game. Uh, and I think they've just kind of found their identity. Uh, they're not – you know, throwing the ball a lot with Jimmy G and their defense, I think, is coming around. So I think the Niners can go in there and get a win uh, in Jerry world. And and from there, you know, who knows what happens? It's the playoffs. But I just think it's kind of contrasting styles. You know, we've kind of known what to expect, you know, from from Coach Challenge, as you say, Coach McCarthy. Um, and they like to throw the ball around. And I think that that could get them in trouble with the Niners. Uh, Niners are bleeding clock, running the ball, and the and the Cowboys could get behind. I mean, why would I expect a different result than some of the Packers playoff, you know, runs in the past with McCarthy at the helm? So I could definitely see that happening, and uh, you know, luckily we get to sit on the couch and wait for an opponent to come home. So yeah, that'll
1: definitely be a really enjoyable game to watch, um, and then obviously interesting to see how this Chargers Raiders game finishes tonight. Um, would be comedy if it finishes in a tie for some reason, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all finishes up. So yeah, it will be good to sit down for a week and kind of chillax and get ready to see what will happen the following week and when Green Bay will play.
0: I do want your opinion because the only other game we didn't talk about was Philadelphia Tampa Bay, and you know, is Philadelphia rested a lot of their guys this week? Kind of played in a meaningless game because I think they knew that you know they were in. I think it was more jockeying for those. Uh, three to four, five, six spots um, based on win laws. Actually, I think it was uh, three, four, five spots maybe uh, that were kind of being tossed up there this week. But, um, you know, Philadelphia rested all their starters, you know, so that they're going to be rested playing against Tampa Bay, who had to win today, I believe, to get the two seed, if, if I'm correct. Um, so actually probably spots two through five were still up for grabs. Uh, so they weren't exactly meaningless games. But Philadelphia rested all their starters. So, you know, they're going to come and rested it against the Buccaneers. And how does all of this crazy Antonio Brown situation affect the Buccaneers, you think?
1: I don't know that it does. They played today. They won, played Carolina. So I don't know what that says. But I think the Philly thing is interesting. I don't know if they really stand a chance, but they also lead the league in rushing yards per game. So. It's almost that one that I think from their standpoint, everybody's – I mean, nobody's going to be paying attention to that game in terms of all week. That's not going to get any pub or any run, right? Antonio Brown's gone, Bucks won, they're playing at home, they're the defending champs. But Philly is kind of sneaky. Like, that's one that could be, like, the the bomb-dropping kind of upset. Um, So – I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I like Jalen hurts. Uh, I don't know. Really. Yeah, really, I mean, you, really you, mentioned,
0: you mentioned, you know, playoff time is, you know, all about who's healthy and, and with this year or this time in the world, like with COVID going on, that's, you know, ever changing seems like, uh, but Tampa Bay has got a lot of injuries, you know, lettered Fournette. net, um, I'm, I don't know why I'm spacing on their middle linebacker right now, Levante David. Sorry, there we go. Uh, he was banged up. You know, Mike Evans always seems to be on the injury report. So, you know, you just never know what you're going to get, but I mean, they're down Chris Godwin who, you know, tore his knee up and is done for the year and, and, you know, now they have no Antonio Brown. So the the complaint is that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have no weapons. So we'll see you know, if that factor is in that game, but I agree, nobody's really talking about it. And and Philadelphia has a young new coach. Like we'll see what they bring to the table.
1: Yeah, that's definitely uh could be a real shocker, but uh, yeah, AFC, I think honestly you could take any team out of there. I mean, that thing is completely wide open. Obviously you want to say Tennessee getting a healthy Derrick Henry back probably gives them um, a formal spot to run away with that at, at some point, but, I mean, you look at all those teams. I mean, Mahomes has looked really good. He's also looked not great. Josh Allen has looked really good. They also lost to Jacksonville. Burrow, I think, is a hit away from, I don't know. I mean, he's taking some real shots. Obviously, him and Chase are unbelievable. But when you look at Los Angeles and whether it's the Chargers, the Raiders, Herbert's been really good for most of the season. Derek Carr's been really good. Um, Mac Jones has been really good. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess. Mac Jones has been pretty good. He didn't look great today, but, um, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. So I don't know. Playoff time, baby.
0: Should be a fun playoffs. Glad we get to spend the first week on the couch.